Good morning, beloved brothers and sisters in Christ, and welcome back to the waiting room. I pray that you're doing well. I pray that you're enduring through this season of wickedness and darkness that everybody celebrates so freely. Today, I really wasn't sure what I was going to even talk about with y'all, and I just got prompted in my spirit to say, Do you believe in the Word of God? Do you believe in His Word? Do you believe that He was able to preserve it and that it is His actual Word? Do you believe it? And do you believe all of it? Or do you pick and choose? Parts that, parts that make your spirit feel happy to hear it. Things that tickle your ears, so to speak, right? Do you hold on to everything that makes you feel good and not read everything that scares you or gives you anxiety because you don't understand it? Now, beloved, I ask you these things because up until eight years ago, I knew of the Bible. I knew basics, you know. I had no idea compared to now what the Bible was all about. I had no understanding that God himself made sure that not only was the Bible written and preserved, it was put together exactly as he wanted it to be. It's not in chronological order, mind you. If you go through the Bible, the dates don't, they're, they're not uh, chronological, so they go back and forth. That's by his design. And if you go through every book in the Bible, you must rightly divide. Because every book in the Bible, not just the book of Revelation, every book in the Bible is threefold. It was written about things that were happening, things that had happened, were happening, and were going to happen. Every book you can find this threefold in it. God's word is is the most beautiful gift he's given us. Aside from Jesus, that is the number one. We all know this. But something for us to be able to hold on to physically touch, look at, breathe in, eat up. Jesus didn't come for nothing. Jesus didn't come down here, live a perfect life and die on a cross so that we could live like a bunch of disgusting maniacs with herd minds, right? Just following along with what everyone else is doing. Celebrating witchcraft in your home daily because it's cool, because the kids like it. And I'm not saying this to ruffle your feathers. I don't say this to say, hey, you need to go over there and tell those kids they're going to go to hell. (laughs) I'm not saying that, beloved. What I'm saying is starting today, starting today, starting right now, put God first. Love him more than you love yourself and your need to be popular. We have a holy, just God. And knowing that he's so perfect and holy and loving, he is pure love. 
How can you put on a costume and go play with the darkness and cheat on your Father in Heaven who loves you so much? And I ask myself this too, beloved. I ask myself this too because I spent years doing it. I am no better than you. I'm no better than anyone. I am a filthy rag. And I remind myself every day that it's by His grace that I even have any kind of wisdom. Where do you gain wisdom, beloved? You gain it You gain it in the Word. In the Word. And the more you draw near to Father, the less you need others to interpret the Word for you. The Bible is the living Word of God. It is supernatural. It is... It is the most wonderful piece of work ever put together and people don't even open it up. People have their snarky attitudes, their little egotistical things, their little prideful comments when it comes to God. I know I used to do it too. But do you know his word? Do you believe in his word, Christian? I'm talking to you, Christian the believer, the one who walks around saying, God bless you and I love Jesus. Are you cheating on him with the devil himself? And not just by way of Halloween night, I'm talking about what else are you making your God? You have to love him more than everybody, everything. And I didn't understand that. I I really went back and forth in the beginning of my walk because I didn't understand why would I hate my mother and my father and everybody else but love God. But it's not that we hate them. It's that we hate that we have to deal with them. We hate that we have to deal with anybody but God. Right? We just want to go home. When you're woken up in the spirit, oh, you just cannot wait to go home. You want to go. Like, death can't come quick enough. (laughs) But do you believe in his word? Do you believe what Father says about the end times? The falling away, the apostasy? Do you believe what he says about the Antichrist coming on the scene? Do you believe what he says about a one-world system, otherwise known as the mark of the beast? Do you believe the word that says he will make war with the saints and overcome us? Do you believe when we are told in scripture that if we deny the mark, we will lose our heads by way of having our heads chopped off? That was written more than 2,000 years ago, beloved. Yet in 2012, the Obama administration ordered 180,000 or, to, or up to 300,000 mechanically operated guillotines. Now, I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole. You just need to ask yourself, why on earth? Why on earth would we, any of the administrations in our country, why would they order guillotines? Why? They had to. Things are going to happen exactly as they were written, and I never understood that. And if Father hadn't awoken me up, I would have just been living for myself. I would have been still in my ego and my pride, thinking I was so great. Nobody ever thinks that 
that um, there's anything wrong with them, right? Until father wakes them up. I thought, hey, I was a good person. I showed up for people, right? I'd come and be that wrath somebody needed. People used to call on me to be the mean one, you know, to be the bully. And now that I look back in my life, I'm like, that's mean. That people used to use me for that, to be the mean one, you know. And then talk about me afterwards. Like if that's just who I was, I showed up to be mean. You know, but back then, everyone thought I was so strong and I wasn't. I've just been scared and lost my whole life and mad. And Father's doing such a work on me with that. Father is healing me so much. So do you believe in his word? Do you believe that you're going to witness things that are biblical? Do you believe that there's an actual beginning and an end to the Bible? The Bible is about mankind's history here on earth. That's what it's about. There is nothing about God's creation before this earth nor after. And that's what you need to try to wrap your head around is the Bible is just our history here. Just mankind's history here. Yes, there were things before us. There are going to be things after this, but that's not what's in the Bible. And there is nothing out there that a man can touch that can prove that it's a billion years old. Am I saying that we've been here billions of years? Mankind has not. Mankind has not. Earth has been here as long as the Bible says it has been. We are just a rock, right? God created us in the middle of all of his other infinite galaxies that he has that we cannot get to because we are in a little finite space. We're in a, in a little dome. <laughs> we have a foundation here on earth. The sun and the moon rotate around us because we are the center of our universe here. Do you believe that? That's what scripture says. Do you believe that there's waters above? Waters above us. The firmament that we cannot pass. Sometimes I wonder if that's why the stars look like they're twinkling. Is it really reflective of the waters? But that's another rabbit hole. Do you believe in his word? Do you believe that celebrating with demons opens up doors and opens up, it makes you more susceptible to demonic activity around you? Do you believe that? Check out Deuteronomy. Read it. Do you believe it? Do you believe that Jesus Christ himself is going to say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity? What's iniquity? Lawlessness. People that are for themselves, that celebrate things that are not of God and try to push them above God. You workers of iniquities. But Lord, Lord, didn't we cast out demons in your name? Didn't we do these works in your name, Lord? Yeah, but you didn't know me. You didn't know me. You didn't do it for me. You did it for you. You did it for you. Because I never told you to do these things. You need to think about it. 
You have churches that think they're they're the church, right? Oh, we're the church. We're the Phil- the Philadelphia. We're the Church of Philadelphia. We're the Church of the Last Days. It's gonna make it. No, we are the Church of the Last Days, the Body of Christ, not some building or parish that you go to once a week or twice a week who celebrates things of the world instead of things of the Bible. Why aren't we celebrating the Passover? What a glorious thing to celebrate. Why aren't we celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles? Why on earth would any church, God-fearing, that loves our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, why on earth would they participate in a trunk or treat or any kind of harvest, Halloween celebration? Why? because they are of the world. They have one foot in the world and one foot in the Bible. They're double-minded and the Bible warns of these places and these people. And I'm telling you with love, I'm telling you with love because if you're putting these churches above your Father in heaven, you're at risk as well. You have the power to cast out a demon. You have the power and the authority to cast out demons, to baptize your brethren, to call out people in the pulpit that are practicing darkness right in your face and calling it good. Do you believe in the word of God? Do you believe in the word of God? Do you have a relationship with him so close that you know that when you're triggered, it's because he's saying, beloved, that is not for you. Do you believe him? Or do you only want to hold on to the things that make you feel good? The Bible isn't all, you know, rainbows and unicorns like everyone wants to say. It's serious stuff. But it is mankind's history from beginning to end. And it has a lot to be said about the times that we're in. Read it. Wisdom comes from reading the word of God. This world will do everything it can to distract you and prevent you from wanting to dive into the word. Be careful who you follow, beloved. I've been really pressed in my spirit to tell people not to follow Derek Bros, who goes by Global Witness, I believe. I used to follow him years ago until he started causing a divide in the brethren and calling Apostle Paul, fake Apostle Paul, fake Apostle Paul. I'm sorry. He wrote so much. There's so much of Paul's words in the Bible because it was ordained by God for them to be there. There's nothing fake about the Apostle Paul. God did a work in him just like he does in you, just like he does in me. Brother Sean, if you're listening to me, That's for you. I haven't spoken to you in a long while, but I feel that you're still struggling, brother, and I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your redemption, and I'm praying that your family is is being more open to you, brother, and I pray that the Lord Jesus is drawing you near to him and showing you uh, the people around you aren't all good. And this channel that you follow, if you still follow, you need to not, not follow him anymore. He's leading people astray. (sighs) That just, I don't know. That 
All right, forgive me. That just came out, you guys. I have to just say it. There's been some messages, some serious messages going out, and I haven't wanted to share them. And I haven't... Father hasn't put it on my spirit to share them with you guys. I've been having some dreams. Father has not put it on my spirit to share them with you guys. We're headed into serious times, and I just want you guys to start to prepare now. You remember the toilet paper apocalypse, how they got everyone in a frenzy using the media to scare people into thinking that they wouldn't be able to wipe their butts anymore? They've been doing that with food, but nobody's been paying attention. Get you guys some food and water if you don't know God. And I say that with all the love in my heart, because if you know God, you're fine. But if you don't have faith in the Lord, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, get yourself some supplies, beloved. We're headed into serious times, and I just wanted to come on this morning and tell you guys I love you. I pray that you're all well. I pray that you're drawing near to God. And I pray that this is a place for you to just gain some wisdom and some encouragement that, hey, you're not alone in this battle. We're all in it together, the believers. And if you haven't come to Christ yet, if you haven't come to the understanding that Jesus is God in the flesh, that he came down to atone for the sins of mankind because he has actual laws in heaven, his kingdom is a kingdom of order, mankind broke the law, so we were never going to be able to go back with him, but God provided a sacrifice. He provided a sacrifice by coming down, being born of a man to atone for man. If you don't know that, beloved, I encourage you today to drop to your knees. Ask Father to come into your heart and show you the truth. He is a gentleman. He's not going to bombard you if you don't ask. He's not going to intrude into your life. But he loves you. You are made in his image and he knows every hair on your head. And whatever demonic attack you're battling, he is aware of it. Call on him. Call on him to redeem you. Battle those demons, beloved. You have the power within you. The Holy Spirit dwells within you. You can cast them out. You can order them out into Sheol. You can tell them to go where Jesus Christ sends them. There is power in the name of Jesus because it's the only name. Because there's been names, right? Jesus was the final name God gave to save. Not Jehovah, not anything else but Jesus. Why? Because it was the new covenant with man. Right? The New Testament was the new covenant with man. Our sacrifice, our Lord and Christ, excuse me, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Who else could do that? Do what he did for us. Do you know what is waiting for you in heaven? Like, have you pondered, have you tried to gain any kind of an understanding of how wonderful it's going to be to just be, woo, you're in a place where all you feel is glory and all you feel is happiness and you get to see the, the face of your creator and you get to know that it's all true and you get to know that it's all real and you get that mansion and you get that family and you get that part 
that's always been promised to you. But most of all, you get to be with Jesus Christ himself. Have you thought about that? You were chosen. You were born for such a time as this, beloved. You are going to witness the return of a king. You're going to witness biblical things happening. Prepare for it. God bless you guys. God bless you guys in a mighty, mighty way. I pray that you have all you need. I pray Father is blessing you abundantly. If you get bored and you want to check out some products, go to gracefaithvintage.printify.me or you can Google Smokin' Lioness Inc. I-N-I-N-K and I've got a bunch of coloring books and journals that I make. And other than that, I'm going to stay focused on Father because I can't focus on anything else. But I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the emails. I appreciate the support so much. I really do. And if you have a need, a prayer need, if there's something I can do for you, if I can talk about something that will be edifying to you, please just reach out to me. I'm here with you and for you, praying with you, praying for you. We're in this race together, beloved. I pray you have a wonderful day. I pray that something amazing happens for you today. So wonderful, in fact, that you cannot deny that it came from Father himself. In Jesus' almighty name, I pray that for you. God bless you guys. Until next time.